Welcome to Speaking of Partnership, the show that brings you the personal partnership stories of experts from all walks of life so you can turn their stumbling blocks into stepping stones to healthy, long-lasting partnerships. I'm your host, Ken Bechtel. You know that the partnership game is not easy, but it is beautiful. If you find you're struggling with attracting or maintaining partnerships, go to speakingofpartnership.com right now, click on the big red tell me more button, and start creating your ideal partnership today. Now, let me introduce you to today's guest. Today's podcast is brought to you by audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com forward slash speaking of partnership. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Get yours today. I'm excited to bring you today's featured guest, Camille Shepard Parrish. Camille, welcome to the show. Hi, Ken. Thank you so much. It's an honor to be here. Well, it's great to have you. And, and for anybody listening who, who may not be familiar with Camille's work, let me give you a little background. Camille Shepard Parrish, she's a healthy love coach. She's also a relationship and dating expert and the author of Successful Women Date Differently, Secrets to Attracting the Love You Deserve. She helps women overcome difficult emotional challenges that hold them back from attracting the relationship-ready men. Camille's mission is to provide a -a one-of-a-kind holistic coaching experience that will provide the necessary guidance to identity-crippling blocks, unconscious behaviors, remove limiting beliefs, boost your self-esteem, own your happiness, and shift your love vibration, causing you to stop attracting and dating the wrong type of men. She provides women with the tools, strategies, and techniques to attract and sustain the happy and healthy relationship that you deserve with Mr. Wright. Camille has earned her MBA and is currently conducting research for her dissertation in organizational and management leadership for her PhD. Camille, do me a favor, take a minute and fill in anything I may have missed in your intro and then give us a little glimpse into your personal life if you would. And I think you've covered it pretty much, Ken, and I appreciate that. You know, I I really enjoy working with women on a daily basis and um, the reason is because I can relate to so many women that I do work with. I, I've been there all my life um, in the same position that many of the women who come to me are in, um, dealing with um, some emotional trauma from their past and needing help and support to get through that. And it wasn't until I got the help that I needed that I was able to push through that and really um, attract my Mr. Right, my husband, Nathan, and, and who I enjoy living life and doing life with every day along with my children and my family. That's excellent. Well, let me ask you this then, because obviously your work is is helping women with their relationships. And I'm wondering for you personally, what would you say is your favorite guiding principle? And maybe it's a quote, maybe it's a mantra, but something that you use to kind of keep you on track when you get a little bit off in the weeds and and you go, man, I got to get back on focus here with my partnership. What do you use? How How does that work for you? Well, I truly believe that we all um, become what we believe that we are. You know, my father taught me as a little girl that I can become anything that I want to become and do anything that I want to do. And so um, I I really believe that, you know, as a human being, that it's very important for me to honor my calling and understand why I was born here, what my purpose here on this earth is, what my purpose is in relationships and, and really 
uh, determine um, how to become what I need to become so that I can serve, whether it's as a daughter, a wife, you know, a, a friend, a sister, you know, or coach, you know, what do I need to do and what do I need to become and how do I need to become to individuals to really help them um, get where they need to be? So I, I like to consider myself that bridge um, to really push people from where they are now to where they are, where they need to be. So I believe that we were all born for a reason and we are all the masters of our own faith. And we have to, we have to truly become the captain of our own ship and our, our own future. We have to write that future ourselves and not depend on other people um, to push us into their story necessarily. Yeah, without a doubt, without a doubt. Well, let me ask you this, Camille, because one of the things our listeners love about this show is the stories that our guests share. And, and what I'd love to do is is ask you to dive into a time in your life, well, you, you, maybe you kind of tripped up in a partnership, and, and tell us that story. What were you doing? What did you trip up on? And, and then what were you able to learn from that experience that helped you move forward? You know, I, I think in the past I have um, um, I've tripped up in my relationships um, I'm going to be very honest and transparent. Um, I didn't realize that I've come to my relationships, especially my romantic relationships, um, with a wall. And sometimes I felt like it was a fort built that I built around myself to protect myself, which um, ultimately caused me to demonstrate and, and to um, put out a lot of masculine energy. Um, not really understanding how to just be as a woman and be feminine and embrace my femininity because we live in a world where uh, sometimes femininity can be viewed as weak. You know, we come from a generation um, and past generations um, where we have, as a, a group of nation of women, have really fought for our liberation and our right to become equal to men. And, and so, you know, we've given up, you know, or rejected the idea of being home as a housewife and barefoot and pregnant and just taking care of the children to wanting to go out and have kind of equal rights and equal opportunity as men. And, and be sure, you know, and wanting that, um, having that desire to want to be equal, <laughs> and sometimes we don't want to just be equal. We want to do it better and prove that we're just as good as or better. And, and so I've showed up in some of my relationships like that, um, perhaps with a lot of masculine tendencies, not being able to allow the men, the men in my life to really take on their masculine role. And perhaps they were not masculine enough to really, I'm going to just say this straight out to kind of put me in my place. But um, in some instances, it may have emasculated some of the men or caused them to think that I've had too much masculine energy or, um, that I didn't need a man or I didn't value relationship or I, there was nothing that they could bring or offer me. And so I, I, when I look at the past, I think that's the thing um, that I've perhaps tripped up in my relationships and not trusting and giving a man the opportunity to really um, to show up and be himself. Yeah, that's... I think that's a much more common experience than, than a lot of us realize. 
And I, I love what you said about, you know, sometimes the, the phrase I always use is, you know, you're trying to be the best man in the room. <laughs> Absolutely. And then it doesn't leave a lot of space for him to be a man because yeah. you're already doing it. Right. So, yeah, it, it can totally get in our way. And yet, like you said, our culture is kind of encouraged us, especially women, to do that. Right. Go, go do everything they can. And then some. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so I, I think, you know, just as a nation of women, we've lost the art of, of femininity. And, you know, what I really encourage women and myself, what I've had to learn is uh, circumstantial masculinity, right? Because some, all masculine energy is not necessarily bad, um, but we need to know when we need to lean forward and, and kind of take a lead if we're in contract negotiations or if we're in a boardroom or things like that. But when we're in a home environment and we are... Um, in a relationship, you know, with someone who says they love with us, loves us and want to be with us and support us and be that strong arm for us, we have to know how to transition to a more softer feminine quality and just allow him to be the man while we be the girl at home. Yeah, it's funny. You just reminded me, Camille, that years ago I was at a, a men's retreat and it was the first time I'd ever gone to a function like this where it was all men. There was about 100 guys there. And all of a sudden I had this like paradigm shift where I realized the most powerful thing in the world is a room full of women. Absolutely. And the most loving thing in the world is a room full of men. Mm -hmm. And it's the exact opposite of how we operate. Absolutely. But it's not women being masculine. It's women being powerful women, powerful feminine. It's unbelievable the power that's there. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's a beautiful thing to behold. One of the most powerful gifts to this earth. Is, Absolutely. Is the female woman, yes. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this, because this is a sl slight difference to what I just asked you, but I, I find it reveals a lot for us uh, and our listeners. And, and what I'd love to know, Camille, is what was a time when you, I call it a duh moment, you know, when those things where you're like, really, have I been doing this? I can't believe I've been doing this so long. <laughs> like, what a knucklehead. And what I'm wondering is, what were the, the things that came out of this wake-up moment that you turned into building blocks for your future partnerships? You know, one of my dumb moments was, uh, and you only want one, right? <laughs> so. Yes, yes, we'll stick with one. We don't want to make it too too revealing for you. So, so one of the my my dumb moments was um, the moment I came to realize that um, that I was recreating the events of my childhood and my past or past relationships in my life over and over again and and just not realizing that I was reliving them and recreating them and continuing to draw the same type of the wrong men to me over and over again and so I, I think that was my biggest duh moment when you know I dated John and, and then I dated <clears throat> Mark but Mark seemed just like John and, and I couldn't understand why were they so similar? Why am I attracting the same type of man? You know, and naturally, as the, you know, in the, the world, the community, we naturally look to things like zodiac sign. They were the same signs or, you know, different things. We try to find reasons why, you know, because they came from the same city or area or the same state or culture. But what I found out is that it was really me is that I was um, unconsciously attracting the same wrong type of men over and over again and not really paying attention to my, my um, unconscious behavior that was drawing them into me. And that was one of my biggest dog moments, especially in relationships. 
Yeah, thank you for sharing that because I think I think again that's one of those things that until we get there we recognize that because I certainly went through that where it was like all about them and then I went wait a minute I'm the I'm the common denominator <laughs> absolutely <laughs> I'm the only one that's been in all these so chances are it's me yes, <laughs> yes. but it does it, it takes kind of a you know a wake up call of going okay I have to take ownership of this yeah can, and that as would... soon as I do. Mm-hmm. Now I've got the power to change it. Absolutely. That's what I was going to say. You know, once I realized that, you know, the same things kept happening over and over again, and I kept getting the same outcomes in my relationships, and they weren't going anywhere, but I was the common denominator. And that's a tough thing to really own, you know, especially for many successful, educated women. You know, we, we've been trained in so many things, but when it comes to this love thing, it's we, we're all sitting around almost saying, duh, mm-hmm. <laughs> every time we realize that we're making the same mistakes. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a process, and it's, it's something you got to keep checking in with because, like you said, we've, it started at childhood. So Absolutely. we kind of don't know ourselves other than the way we keep stumbling. Mm-hmm. And once we go, oh, there's actually another way this can work. Wow. Now what? Like, mm-hmm. I'm back to baby time. I, I'm starting all over. It's brand new and we have to get play with it and, and take little steps. And sometimes we fall backwards and then we go forward again. And yeah, it's it's definitely a practice. Mm-hmm. Well, let me, let me shift gears for us. What, what I'd love to do is we've talked about a couple of kind of trip ups. And what I'd like to talk about now is a, a story of a time. I, I typically call them like one of those proudest moments in partnership. And maybe it's romantic. Maybe it's family, career. You know, it could show up anywhere. But the way I typically recognize them, Camille, is is when I think about these kind of moments in my life, they're, they're the kind of moments that just make me smile. Mm-hmm. What's one of those for you? You know, whenever I'm able to truly help someone, um, it is really when I'm at my best and I'm really smiling, when I'm able to give back to someone who could never afford to even offer me a glass of water. Um, that's when I'm at my most happiest. Um, I could be teaching someone um, a lesson in life, anything about coaching. Maybe this person just needed $5 to get a meal or a ride to get from point A to B or um, as something is going on in their life and they just can't do it on their own. Um, so those moments that I've been able to help someone, especially someone that's less fortunate than me, my neighbor, right, is what we're taught to, to really to be a good neighbor and to help others. And when I'm able to really do that from the heart and knowing that I will never, ever reap any rewards back from um, that act of kindness, that's when I'm most happiness. That's when I um, could, could really feel grateful about what I have and what I have to offer, um, even if I don't have that much more than that person. Um, at least I had something to give and give back, whether it was my time, my efforts, money, you know, uh, just some spiritual support, maybe just a hug. Uh, but when I'm able to give back is when I feel best. Yeah. You know, and I, I love the way you explain that of, you know, it could be the smallest thing in your world, but it's the biggest thing in theirs. Absolutely. And maybe it's, you know, giving them a hug, giving them some food, a word of support, whatever it is. All of those things, every one of those, though they maybe, you know, literally take five seconds, is still a form of partnership. Yep. It's us saying, hey, you know, that could be me. 
what can I do to help you if I can't? Absolutely. It could be a phone call that saves yeah. someone's life. Absolutely. Yeah. Excellent. Well, we've gotten to a part of the show, Camille. I call it the bring it all home portion of the show. And this is where we kind of step away from the stories. And I ask you to provide some some really simple, concrete guidance for our listeners that they can get off the podcast and instantly apply to their partnerships. And where I'd love to start is I'm wondering, what would you say is the best partnership or relationship advice that you have ever received? I, I think the best advice that I've ever received was to, to really be myself in all relationships, to be my authentic self and to be comfortable with the other person being themselves without establishing too many barriers. And that way we can develop a true authentic friendship and relationship that can grow without putting on all of the veneers that we normally put on in everyday life, um, you know, just to uh, create partnerships with people that we might otherwise not have an opportunity to meet. But what I don't think people realize and what I've learned is that when you are your authentic self and you're not putting on your game face all the time and you are just being yourself and being kind, being loving, being true and honest is what really builds relationships and really allows um, the partnership to grow and flourish. Yeah, that's that's so entirely true. Well, let me ask you this then. If you had to recommend to somebody just one book or resource that you feel has made all the difference for you as far as partnership goes, which one would you would you suggest and why that one? You know, of all the books that men have written in the world, and there are many great books, and I myself am an author, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. um, the book that I'm going to say that has had the most impact in my life is the Holy Scriptures. And I have to say that. Um, and it may sound cliche, but I really feel that all the books, all of, you know, the counsel, the coaches, when you dive deep into what everyone is teaching and what we're trying to get everyone to understand in the changes and shifts that we want everyone to make in their life and how we want to love and live and be peaceful to everyone. It's all outlined in the scriptures. And so I have to go home to that book every single day. When I, when I look at what my guiding principles are based off of and what book brings me the most value, no matter whose book I read, I say, this comes from scripture. It's just reworded, rephrased. If yeah. it's a valuable book, it ultimately comes from Scripture. Yeah, it's, I, I'm so glad you, you brought that up because it's, it's one of those things where, you know, there's countless relationship books and self-help books and so on and so forth. But if you really boil them all down, they basically come back to the golden rule. Absolutely. And where did that come from? Most people don't realize where it came from because it's been used so many other places. We just start to think that that's where it started. But it, it really all comes back to, you know, do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. Mm -hmm. And yeah. and it's really fascinating because it's the same true of, you know, all, all faiths, right? They all come back to the same principles. They just say them differently. 
Absolutely. Even the law of attraction, any law that we think of, it comes from scripture, Mm -hmm. you know, living in abundance, having abundance, you know, thinking how you should be it, then becoming what you want to receive. And all those famous phrases that we hear today that really are inspirational and motivational, they come from scripture. Yeah. Yeah. It's, It's really kind of fascinating when you look at that origin. Well, let me ask you one last thing. I, I, I want to know if you would do us a favor and leave us with an example of what I call the payoff of partnership. And what I mean by that is what's a specific example of something that you were able to do or create or experience that was the result of being in partnership? It wouldn't have happened on your own. You know, I, I think I have to go back to being yourself and just standing in a place of kindness and always being grateful um, has brought me the most benefits out of all my relationships. And just because I feel like that naturally, and I've been like that since I was a little girl, my dad would tell me stories of me just walking over at three or five year old and trying to help even another little child stand up. Um, you know, it's just always amazing to me. It shows me how deeply ingrained that is in me. But because I'm like that, um, one, when I'm in need and I don't even always know that I'm in need, I have others rallying around me to really support me and lift me up. And I think the other thing that it does because of my point of view, my perception of the world is when I am going through something, you know, it helps me. It has helped me develop the resilience I need to keep moving. Um, and as an example of that, I just lost my dad um, and him and I had this super close relationship that everyone keeps telling me, you know, Camille, most people don't have that type of close relationship with their parents. But for me, I was super close to my dad and I, it was like my best friend. And I was very, um, almost devastated when he got ill and he was passing, but I had to realize one thing would help me be resilient in that situation is that what happened to him really didn't happen to me. I'm still living. I still have life. I can breathe. I can talk about his memory and his legacy. I can still go on. But he's lost life. And it just helped me put things in perspective. And, and it helps me, helped me be able to use his energy to continue to move forward um, and really kind of continue with all the things that he taught and he put into me. And again, that gratitude factor and that kindness factor of being kind to people, even when they can't help you, there's been times when I've been in need. And again, I've had people come to me and just freely give and they didn't ask back. And if they asked back, they put no time frames on when I had to give back. And, and it really helped push me to the next level. And it, it, it just helped me really understand what friendship and partnership it's all about. It's not necessarily what you can get from someone else, but it's what you can give and how you can take what others have given you to push push love forward. I'm just going to say we have to all push love forward. 
It can't be selfish in our own purpose all the time. It has to be, um, we have to look out for the interests of others and help push whatever is love forward. I like that phrase, push love forward. Thank you. Well, I think it's pretty clear to everybody listening. I know it is for me that, that you have a lot to share and, and, and you're an incredible resource. And I want you to do us a favor. Would you let our listeners know how do they contact you? How do they learn more about what you do, Camille? Sure. The easiest way to get in touch with me is to go directly to my website, which is CamilleShepherd.com. And that's C-A-M-I-L-L-E-S-H-E-P-P-A-R-D.com. And of course, they can feel free to connect with me on social media. On most platforms, um, you can find me as your girl, Camille, um, on many of the um, social media platforms or the Healthy Love Coach. Um, And I would love to connect with them and um, pour into them. I'm always offering a free um, Healthy Love Challenge, which is a 12-day challenge that people can take that really helps shift them from a toxic relationship to a more healthy relationship. Um, and so um, that's how they can get in touch with me. Great. Excellent. And for those of you listening, if you're you're busy doing something else as you're listening, those links will be on the website on Speaking of Partnership. You'll just put in Camille's name and you'll come up to her show page and we'll have all those links there so it's really easy for you to get in touch with her. Well, Camille, I... I Everything you've shared, you've been so transparent, so genuine, and I I love it, and I thank you so much. Thank you for being on our show today. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Likewise. Thank you for listening to Speaking of Partnership. Head over to speakingofpartnership.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. Be sure you catch the bonus stories from our guests on Follow Your Yes Friday. It's easy to do. Just go to your favorite podcast directory, search for Speaking of Partnership, and click subscribe. Like what you hear? Leave us a rating and review on Stitcher or iTunes. The greatest compliment you can give the show is to refer us to someone else either in person or on the web. Have a great day. And remember, even when you stumble, you're still moving forward. Peace.